Hi guys, welcome to episode 5 of the Mental Health Podcast. So I just wanted to put a little trigger warning in here, as you'll be able to see from the title. I'm going to be talking about miscarriage today. It's just me, just me and my Todd. Um, And yeah, I just wanted to be really, really painfully open on, on this episode today. So I just wanted to put this little trigger warning in the beginning. I am going to be talking about miscarriage. I'm going to be talking about my two miscarriages that I've had now in detail because I feel like when I was going through my first one I didn't have anyone else that I could speak to about it that knew what I was going through so I want to do that today um I want to be there for people that have been through it that can listen to this and know that they're not alone the things that they felt the things that they did they're not weird or crazy just completely normal so please bear that in mind if you want to continue listening so to start with what is a miscarriage then so it's the loss of a pregnancy it's defined by the loss of a pregnancy in the first 23 weeks and the reason for women having one is still so unknown there's so little known about it and you only get tested to try and find out the reason if you have three or more miscarriages in a row so most of the time it's not something that the mother's done although at the time you know you do feel like it might be something that you've done you kind of scour through your memory thinking oh was it the time when I had you know a couple of drinks before I even knew I was pregnant or I jumped around or I did this or that I lifted something heavy at work your mind goes crazy but most of the time it is not anything that you've done and it's thought by doctors that most are caused by abnormal chromosomes in the baby so like it's not developing properly so it doesn't develop any further and the body just kind of gets rid of it um miscarriages can't be prevented if you're having symptoms and you are having a miscarriage you unfortunately there's nothing that you know going to A&E can do <laughs> I've been to A&E both times um and yeah unfortunately they just say you've literally you can have painkillers and you just got to wait it out there's nothing you can do and I think that's you know quite a hard part of it because you can't you can't do anything you can't help it you just got to let it happen to you so I'm going to talk about my first miscarriage uh, which was about five years ago now um I found out I was pregnant I hadn't been with my boyfriend at the time for I think we'd only been going out for like just under a year or a year something like that so we were not planning on having a baby at all um sorry if I, I'm stuttering I'm just sort of you know trying to remember I, I haven't really spoken about this in a lot of detail so I'm just sat on my bed chatting to the internet <laughs> So, yeah, if I if I uh, act a bit awkward, <laughs> you know, that's why. Um, so, yeah, found out that I was, well, I was really, really sick. Um, didn't know why. I was thinking, I've got the flu or, you know, I just didn't feel right. I felt like I had no energy. I was tired all the time. I was a nurse's assistant. So I was, like, still working. I just, uh, having sick days and all of this. So the doctors said, look, we'll do you a blood test. We'll check for, like, thyroid issues. Um, you know all kinds of things so she called me back in a couple of days later and she said congratulations you're pregnant <laughs> and I think I was only probably like 22 23 at the time um, so I was very shocked I was thinking do not say congratulations to me I 
do not want a baby right now. Like, I was one of those girls, I didn't want a baby ever in my life, so this was very shocking to me. Um, went and had my scan, everything was fine. Um, told everybody um, that I was pregnant, we announced it and everything. Um, you know, I did go through a bit of up and down. Um, my family didn't like the guy I was with, so they they kind of wanted me to look at my options and I did consider it to be honest but there's just something about when you have that baby inside you and you've seen it on the scan and you see that heartbeat it just did something to me like I just got that maternal instinct right away so I decided to I wanted to keep the baby um so I was about two months pregnant just over two months pregnant um, so, you know, I was quite far gone, um, and I started getting bleeding, I thought, well, it's normal, that can happen, um, could be this or that, you know, it, it does happen, but then I started getting really bad cramps, so I went to A&E, and they gave me blood test, um, checked me over, and said, you're fine, like, you know, I don't, we don't know what to say to you, you're just gonna have to go home and get some rest. So I did have a scan booked for the next afternoon so that they could check everything. I went home and I just felt weird. I can't describe the feeling. I can remember the feeling so clearly, but it was something in my stomach like something was gonna drop or something. So I went and sat on the toilet and very, very bad cramps. Like I was on all fours, like it was, bad it was labor basically now that I'm looking back I was giving birth to this thing um and yeah it happened it it came out um and I just remember feeling shocked um I started shouting I was like no 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 I was I was trying to pick it up <laughs> to you know I wanted to put it back I'm just my mind was going crazy at this point um I was definitely in shock I was just stuck to the toilet didn't know what to do so I called my mum and dad I called my um, boyfriend at the time and they all came to me um my mum called the doctor for me because I was just you know like in movies where someone something's happened to someone and they're just sat there staring and people can be talking to them but they're not listening they're literally just staring at the wall that was literally what I was like while everything was going on around me um I told my mom that it was in the in the toilet um she went and had a look and she had to ask the doctor like what to do and they said you know it's up to me um, but I can just flush it, so I had to flush it down the toilet. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So very, very emotional. Um, you know, I, I felt guilty. I felt like, well, was this because there was so much talk of getting rid of it? Is it my fault because I even considered getting rid of this baby? Do I not deserve it? Is this why this has happened to me? It was just absolutely devastating and having to tell people that I'd miscarried was just the most, I just felt such shame and embarrassment about it and I don't know why but that's how I felt. So me and my boyfriend, literally within a week, 
we I lived in Guernsey, an island between um, England and France. We moved back to the UK. I just needed that fresh start. There was talk of doing that anyway. But yeah, we needed a fresh start and I just needed to get out of there. I didn't want to face people. I didn't want to have to walk around town and have people say, oh, I'm sorry, or this or that, or not know, and then me have to tell oh I, I couldn't do it I was just I was too weak about it I was so upset it really affected me um and I did actually get some counseling for it about four years later um which has really helped to kind of get get over that and I really I really am over that now I still think about that baby but you know I just think now a bit more positively I just think that it could have been when I was nine months pregnant or eight months pregnant you know at least it happened when I was two months pregnant could have gone on for a lot longer and would have been even more traumatic when it once it had ended so that was that and then my second miscarriage was actually during lockdown so it was only about two months ago um no one knows about this apart from my current partner um and my boss <laughs> um, because I had to tell my boss um, and my parents so with the one that I just spoke about within four weeks I was actually pregnant again with my current daughter she's uh, just turned four so luckily you know I didn't it kind of helped me get over the grief because I, I was pregnant again so quickly um, so anyway, the miscarriage that I had about two months ago, um, me and my, me and my fiance, my lovely fiance, we started trying for a baby, came off contraception in December, started trying for a baby. Didn't realise how long it would take for contraception to get out of your system. Women, <laughs> you know, if you're taking that kind of stuff, that's something you've got to think about. So it took a while for my body to get back to normal. Um... But yeah, so finally, um, was getting pregnancy symptoms. I think this was end of May kind of time, um, beginning of May. Getting pregnancy symptoms. All the pregnancy tests were coming back negative. I was just so frustrated because I felt pregnant, and I mean, I've been pregnant twice before. You know, I know how this feels. I knew I was pregnant inside. Called the doctor. They were like, "Look, it's locked down. We're not giving you a blood test. We're not doing anything." And I was so angry because I was like, well, what are you going to do? What if I end up, you know, six months pregnant and I don't even know it? So ended up taking a test a couple of weeks later and it came back positive. And when I tell you that we were ecstatic, we were ecstatic. Oh my God. Just that feeling. I was crying. I was laughing at the same time because it just, I was like, I was right you know all this time I was right like I knew I had a little baby in there I knew it the next day I'm not even joking the next day I started bleeding and I just knew I knew it wasn't good I carried on going to work it started to get heavier and heavier throughout the days and by now it had been a week and still bleeding so rang the doctors told them obviously I know what this feels like it's happened to me before and they still said can't do anything about it and I just think that's so bad yes it's lockdown but I think I might be having a miscarriage you're really telling me that you're not even going to see me you're not going to do blood tests on me nothing I felt so alone 
and everyone's going through their own crap during lockdown so I can't tell anyone about it I can't just moan about my little problem although it didn't feel like a little problem to me so I ended up calling the hospital myself um, and just going into A&E took my blood pressure everything was fine and they booked me in for a scan the next day so I went for a scan the next day and there was absolutely nothing there it had all happened that past week it it all gone um the guy was really really nice who was doing my scan really really apologetic um gave me leaflets of people to call um what to do next that kind of thing i called my boss and said look this is what has happened i can't come in so i took two days off just to get over it because i was absolutely devastated absolutely devastated because you know this time around I really did want this baby and I'd been waiting for months and months and months to get pregnant I was finally pregnant it's just been snatched from me like that just literally a day later and it was just so so upsetting and because it was my second one I started thinking like is it me there must be something wrong with my body like why am I having another miscarriage Did I push myself too much at work? Did I do this, that and the other? And I just have to keep reminding myself, you know, of how I got how I got over that first one. Knowing that it's not, not my fault. But it's just so upsetting because I was about six weeks pregnant. So not a long time at all, but... You know, that moment, even though I knew I was pregnant, just that one day... I knew instinctively for weeks and you just knowing even if it's for that day you get so excited you start planning you start thinking about you know names in the future and that just gets ripped out from under you it's just horrible it's like your own body is rejecting something that you love so much it's just a horrible horrible experience and the fact that it was you know, when I was going through lockdown, I couldn't see friends, I couldn't see family, it was so, so fucking lonely, it was horrible, and I just really, really, you know, my heart goes out to other people, other women that have gone through this during this fucking coronavirus, because it's been horrible for us, it really has, so after miscarriage, obviously, it's really emotionally draining because you're so so upset and feeling guilty and just shock and anger and all these different emotions sometimes you can feel numb as well but it's also physically draining this miscarriage was a lot more physically draining than my last one four years ago I don't know whether it's because I'm just that little bit older I mean I'm only 27 so I don't think it would make that much difference but it was, I felt so, so tired. I literally, even just walking down the stairs to go and get a drink, like, I, I felt knackered. So I just spent two days in bed, really, just getting better. Um, you know, my body still hasn't gone back to normal now, nearly three months later. Like, I haven't had a period yet. I'm having bloods done um, on Thursday, actually, at the doctor's um, to try and figure out what's going on with my hormones because I just 
haven't gone back to normal. It can take a really long time. Sometimes you can get pregnant straight away after. Sometimes you're like me, where, you know, it takes that little bit longer. But because I got pregnant so soon after my last one, we're waiting now until we get married next year. So we're going to wait until after the wedding to try and get pregnant again. Give my body time to heal and emotionally heal as well. Um, but yeah, you can try again right away um, to get pregnant if you want to, but probably best to let your body recover. And most women go on to have healthy pregnancies in the future after a miscarriage. And miscarriages are so common as well. It's actually one in eight pregnancies end in miscarriage. So I just feel like we all need to do this. We all need to speak about it and say, yes, I've had a miscarriage. Stop waiting so long to, you know, announce your pregnancy in cases of miscarriage. Well, you know don't go through it alone like I did no one knew that I was pregnant so when I did have that miscarriage the second time I was by myself it was literally just me and my partner that knew whereas the last one when I did have that miscarriage I had so much support from people and people messaging me you know asking if I'm okay and stuff and my family knowing so yeah it depends what you want but I think that there shouldn't be so much stigma about it and we shouldn't feel so ashamed about going through miscarriage need to talk about it because you know I felt like I was so weird going through it that first time and I was like trying to like you know put it back in but but it was because my mind was so like it was just the shock of everything but now like having spoken to some of these people um that have gone through the same thing they had the same sort of thoughts so I'm gonna kind of end this here really really bloody heavy guys I'm so sorry but it just needs to be spoken about it was quite uncomfortable and I'm gonna be really nervous putting this out as well but fuck it <laughs> it needs to happen so if anyone that's listening has been through this and is struggling there's a charity called the miscarriage association and it was the um the nurses that did my scan they gave that information to me before leaving the hospital so it basically offers support and you can email them at info at miscarriageassociation.org.uk info at miscarriageassociation.org.uk and they basically get you in touch with a volunteer counsellor um there's lots of other stories on their website as well there's also a helpline on their website and then there's also something called cruise bereavement care which helps you come to terms with you know the bereavement and the loss and they have a helpline monday to friday 9 30 a.m to 5 p.m and that's 0808 808 1677 0808 808 1677 and they will help you as well and i people say go on this go on that really do it though guys like it's so so helpful there's no shame you're actually stupid if you think i can get through this by myself i can do this by myself it's fine if you can't it's fine you're not you're strong for going through this you don't need to act stronger by pretending that you can get through it by yourself just get some fucking help tell people about it tell people about it tell people about it you know um so yeah that's it So 
before going, I want to do my recommendation for this week, which is a book by Sarah Knight called Calm the Fuck Down. <laughs> I love swearing in my books. So it's basically a guide about how to calm down. You know when that person says, oh, calm down, it's going to be fine, don't worry, you'll pass the test, blah, 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 and it doesn't actually help. Well, this book is amazing because it's the friend who, instead of reassuring you that everything's going to be okay, they actually tell you how to make it okay. It's like giving you practical ways to manage the situation and your anxiety about the situation, and it's it's just really really practical it acknowledges that bad shit can happen to you and probably will happen to you but what can you do to actually bring a solution instead of just panicking so i really suggest that you watch that you can get that on um, watch it read it you can get it on audible as well if you want to listen to it in the car on your way to work um but yeah it's really really good and the author sarah knight um if you do get it on audible she reads it and her voice is really good I really like her voice Uh, but yeah so read that that will help you Um, I'm loving all these self-help books that I've been reading lately they've been really helping so yeah that's Sarah Knight Calm the Foot Down and I'll see you next week for episode 6 thanks for all the love and support so far Um, I'm really really appreciating it appreciating it oh my god this is such an awkward episode I'm glad it's going to be over okay bye